Welcome, everybody, to the Snap Podcast. My name is Tyler Kluver, and let's consider this a personal audio journal of mine. A lot of rambling, a lot of random stuff, anything relevant in my personal life that has to do with health, fitness, diet, business, being an entrepreneur, and simply trying to unlock the avenues of personal growth that help me find the most happy, fulfilling, and free life that I can live. I hope that you guys can take something away from the show and maybe find some entertainment in it as well. Thank you so much for listening and uh, let's get to it. All right, so here we are. Big day today. I'm sitting sort of in the dungeon light right now. Um, Here we are, Snap Podcast. You are, if, gosh, if you are one of the very, very, very few who come across these uh podcasts or this channel um or you decide all of a sudden that you're uh you listen on a weekly basis but you're now going to watch the next three episodes they're all going to be done in the same sweatshirt they're all going to be done on the same day they're most likely all going to be done in the same morning uh we are 39 and a half weeks pregnant my wife is i'm not pregnant she is doing most of all of the work, but the baby is coming very, very soon. We, this whole pregnancy, have sort of expected it to be early. There were a lot of signs that this thing was going to happen before the 40 weeks. We've now almost run it up to that 40 week mark. And for those that know uh, anything about the the weekly checkup process, the 39-week appointment, uh, will have a membrane sweep, which is a simple little maneuver to sort of begin that process, help it along manually. And so the expectation is that either today or tomorrow, or pretty much almost 100% this weekend, the kid will arrive, which means that I... Tyler Kluver will go from a human being that has only had to worry about myself, realistically, only had to worry about myself. Even when you think about a marriage, you know, if it's, uh, if it's two people who are generally, you know, have their shit together, you don't really have to worry about your spouse working, it's working their way through their day, right? If you were to go somewhere on a trip, a solo vacation, or go, you for some reason were split apart, they would be able to take care of themselves, figure it out, work through the day, entertain themselves, feed themselves, survive. They are also an adult human. And for, well, been alive for 28 years, but for probably... 18 of those years since you know since you're probably 10 years old in the middle of elementary school you kind of get to that general human point where if you had to fend for yourself you could probably do it at 10 it's probably you know you your odds of of thriving probably aren't quite as great as they are at 28 but nonetheless the point of that is this weekend in the next seven days no doubt that all changes and I no longer have a solo, just me to worry about. It's going to be another human. And while it will be a group effort between 
the tribe, as they say, it takes a village to raise a child. And I do believe that. And we're super blessed to have a pretty good, pretty damn good village around us. Um, this is obviously a huge moment for anybody. If you're a dad or a mom out there, you already know what this is like. You probably remember the same sort of feelings and thoughts going into having your first child that I am sort of having right now. And it's a very interesting spot to be, especially when you're in a holding pattern, a waiting pattern, and you don't really, you, you can be as prepared as you want. Every single person says this. I was, I thought I was ready. I thought I was prepared and I was not, not even close. Right. And so being on the other side of that, being the person who we've done everything, the nursery is ready. We have the crib put together, put together. We have the bassinet in the, in the main bedroom. We've got the, the dresser and the rocking reclining chair, and we've got the bottles and the formula and everything that can be, that can go into it. And you're still not ready. You can't, you, you cannot simulate or be 100% prepared for it until you're in it. And it's only, in that sense, it almost reminds me of uh, my playing days at Iowa. You look back on one of the really special moments that you get to experience as a player, really at any you know big-time college football team, and that is... As you know, when the team enters the field, they come out of the tunnel. It's like one of the more uh, traditional things in college football is the team comes out of the locker room and most teams have some sort of entrance routine. There's some sort of music that is played. The band is there. They run out of a tunnel. They run down a hill. They've got some sort of ritual. And when I first got to Iowa, that was one of, you know, it's the swarm at Iowa. Everybody holds hands, runs out real slow like a swarm of bees. And um, it's a thing that you look up to those guys you you want, you dream of as a kid. You literally practice the swarm in your first fall training camp. But until you get to that first game day, excuse me with the yawn, until you get to that first game day and there's actually 70,000 people in the stands and the real music is going and there's a real opponent across the sideline and it's real. Everything is, it counts. You cannot simulate what your heart rate is like and what the emotions of that are like until you actually do it. So, uh, and that's on a, on a much smaller scale to the uh, involvement that having a child is going to be anyway. So this episode right here that you're listening to is going to be uh, just a, a short top five list off the top of my head of the of the top five things I'm most excited about as I literally turn from just this dude into a dad. Uh, and uh, as I said, because of this and because the next couple of weeks are the whirlwind of entering fatherhood and, and a whole bunch of shit, quite literally and figuratively, that you have to figure out and worry about, I am going to record three episodes, a record three episodes of Snap today uh, on this day. You will not get them all on De December 14th, Wednesday, December 14th. That is when this episode comes out. Next week's episode will be a top 
three, uh, top three. Yes. Top three Christmas tips for fitness and health, uh, and navigating the holiday. And it really works for, you know, really any holiday, uh, most notably Easter, probably Easter, Thanksgiving and Christmas. Fourth of July might work in there. Anytime where you're going to uh, get together, have a, a much bigger meals, be traveling, spend time with family, stuff like that. Uh, works for vacations as well, but it's a little bit different. So this week, what I'm excited about for being to be a dad. Next week, your top Christmas fitness tips. That's a tongue twister. And then the week after that will be, let's see, the next week will be the 21st, four days till Christmas. The week after that will be the 28th. Most people will be off. Um, that will be the last episode of the year. And that will be a yearly recap plus what solo podcasting has taught me in 100 episodes. And I know that by the time we get to that episode, it's going to be like 106 or 107. But we crossed over the 100 episode mark recently. Uh, 100 episodes of me talking on this microphone with no guests, quite honestly, not a lot of outline or structure. And uh, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of go over what I've learned in the process of that, both through creatively and just, you know, thoughts that come to mind, uh, with how I've personally evolved. So that's what you're looking at the next three weeks. And I'm recording them all today so that I don't have to worry about recording this podcast for the next month or so yeah, three weeks i guess so the top five things that i am looking forward to as i become a dad number one is <clears throat> the newfound levels of emotion and some of these are a little bit um what's the word uh assumptive i don't think assumptive is a word uh presumptuous some of these are presumptuous based on what I've heard from the majority, the vast majority of parents out there, right? So this first one, the newfound levels of emotion, and that's referring to when people say, you didn't realize that you could love something so much, right? Or that you and your partner could feel such levels of pride and emotion, that kind of thing, right? The... And it's, I'm just, again, this is me assuming and kind of putting words into the, into the air of trying to describe something that I haven't felt yet. But from what I can tell, it, the analogy is like when you have a kid, you essentially have – it's like you found a key to a previously locked, um, guarded, untraveled path that you've never been able to reach before almost like a new video game level and the levels of love and pride and responsibility and maybe even some negative emotions like uh, concern and fear and um, probably and then you know past that stress that the baby provides you and all that um, there's new levels of all of it and I'm really looking forward to that as <clears throat> Uh, it just sounds really cool. And even through getting pregnant, right? The news that, hey, we're pregnant, we're going to have a baby. And then as those nine months have worked their way through, 
I've been able to sort of notice emotional changes within myself, psychological changes within myself. And that's just gradually over time. And every once in a while, you'll feel something and it's like, oh my God, I'm just so excited. I'm so happy. And I imagine that is times 10, times 100 when the child actually comes out and you're holding them and you're now in charge of them. So that's number one. Uh, number two, and this is a bit of a spoiler because we haven't officially announced it, but if you follow my wife or I really at all uh, or pick up on you know subtle hints, uh, is we are having a girl. And I am specifically excited to be a girl dad. And I don't know really how to describe this. I wanted a girl. Uh, I would like a girl and a boy assuming that we have two children, which is the current tentative plan. And I wanted a girl for sure more than, uh, it's not that I want a boy less, but for some reason, something inside me, again, can't explain it, just said that I would, I would be a good girl dad and that I, I really have motivation to be a girl dad. I don't know why. And I know that sounds dumb, and maybe some of you understand, maybe some of you don't, but it just, something inside me says that I could be a great girl dad. I had two brothers, so we did not have a sister when I was growing up, and maybe that plays into it. Uh, I, I think it would be cool to experience both, and now this is going to be the closest thing to, you know, now I have a, other than my wife, I have a female in my life that is of ultra importance. Um, obviously my mom, but I don't have a daily relationship where I have to take care of my mom, at least not yet. Um, but you know, it's, it's new, right. And, um, I'm really excited about it. Obviously that dad daughter relationship is something that is pretty mainstream. People know about right. Girl, dad type of thing. I don't know something about it. I'm excited to be a girl dad. Number three. Having a, and this is a bit of a selfish one, but having a creation to mold that is such a, it, it, that is of such high importance. And this is sort of, um, this sort of dumbs down the sort of miracle that is having a child. Um, but when you think of the kid as uh, a responsibility, when you think of the kid as, basically a science project in a way, in a comedic way, that's what they are. Um, from day one, well, even, even from before that, right? How you take care of yourself before you get pregnant um, and the, the sort of health that you're in when you conceive certainly plays a role into the genetics that your kid will have. Um, not all of it. Some of this, a lot of that is predetermined. How you, uh, how your wife is active and healthy and um, behaves, eats, exercises during the pregnancy, has a direct effect on how the child is going to come out and develop in the womb. Um, and then obviously, when they come out, every decision you make is, you know, ev everything that kid experiences is because of a decision that you made 
of how they are going to experience it, right? Where they're going to sleep, what they're going to sleep on, what they're going to sleep under, what they're going to sleep in, what they're going to eat, what bottle they're going to drink milk from, breastfeed versus formula, fucking everything. When they take their naps, how often you calm them down when they're crying or let them cry it out. Like so many decisions, right? As they get older, how you discipline them, what you teach them, what the values are that you instill in, instill in them, right? What you demonstrate to them as important, how you behave, because much of human behavior is uh, monkey see, monkey do. It's literally half you and half your partner, and they are going to take after how you live your life. And so a human whose success in the world and capability in all things relies on you and the decisions you make. And some people would be scared by that or whatever. It makes me excited because I, I feel like I'm ready and that I'm a good model for, um, for a kid, my own kid. Uh, number four, realigning, actively realigning with my wife to put our relationship first for the betterment of our family. And this one is kind of deep, right? Um, the facts are the facts. Marriage ends in divorce in, I believe, over 50% of cases in the United States. A wild number. Absolutely wild number, right? One in two or more than that. Many times, and I think there's a million factors that play into the generality of marriage and why or why not it, it does not work out or why it does work out. One of the biggest ones is the introduction of kids into the relationship, into the dynamic. That is exactly the situation that my wife and I are in right now, right? We for, uh, and, and in our case, we for the last uh, 16 years have known each other and only each other when it comes to our relationship. We've only had to worry about each other, giving love to each other, showing affection, doing things for each other, evolving together, having experiences together, going places, traveling. And now a third human comes into the picture where very often, and rightfully so, right? Rightfully so, especially in the beginning, it has to work this way. The kid comes first. Most people end up loving their kid or their children, plural, a lot more than they love their spouse. And on one, on an evolutionary sense, in a reproductive sense, it makes a, re a reproductive level, it makes sense. That is your, your spawn. That's your offspring. They have your blood. Your, your partner does not have your blood, right? They are just as some other human that was from some other family. And, but what you created together is directly you. And so you feel this sense of care more than them. But the construct of the relationship, the marriage that you have created 
and we sort of have created as as man um where you sign a paper and now you're legally married in this system that we've made up if you want that relationship to thrive which i think at least for most people they would like that relationship to thrive and not end in a divorce you have to at some point once you figure out how to keep your kid alive after the first couple months you have to realign and put your kids second to the relationship and it's for their benefit and maybe some people will disagree because the way you just the way i describe that so bluntly as putting your kids second and your partner first some people aren't going to some people are not going to agree but it is in my opinion the only way to guarantee that i mean it, it, you still aren't going to guarantee it is the thing because it's it, kids are hard on a marriage and that's just facts truth from what everybody that's ever been a parent says but if you let the kids come first parents start to try and win over their kids more than their spouse creates resentment you spend more time with the kids the kids have activities you're driving around you never hang out with your spouse anymore you never talk you don't communicate you never go on dates you just become roommates who are raising humans so if you don't foster that relationship that is uh what i believe to be a huge huge factor in the uh eventual path to splitting up once the kid when you know once and then this is the thing like okay once the kids are out of school once you once you feel like you've done your job with the kids and they're off on their own now we can split up because you completely fell apart from each other and i think from as soon as you physically and possibly can you have to put your relationship first and that's hard and i think that's why i'm excited about it you get to re learn realign reformat your relationship with now a third component the child you get to redate them figure out who they are as a parent and your spouse at the same time i'm excited for that challenge and then um personally selfishly narcissistically i am who i am right now my wife is who she is anybody who becomes a parent is and has an identity before they have the kid and very similar to the last point of losing yourself uh in the marriage losing your relationship um, a lot of people can lose themselves again putting those kids first too much too often chips away at your own personal identity where you just become your kid's dad or your kid's mom there isn't any other substance to you right you stop doing your hobbies you stop hanging out with friends you stop doing things you like you stop going to places you like to eat you stop seeing family as much for me i have what i do to make money podcasting running and owning the washed up walk-ons sports media company i guess what you would call it the fitness side of things having clients running challenges that's my career right all of those things are not going anywhere when the kid comes so now how do i balance that and two and even more personally uh important to me is what do i like to do what are my hobbies and obviously fitness working out is one of those things being disciplined in my life with my health 
is one of those things. And as a coach, I work with almost every client I have as a parent, and I know the strain that children put on your health and fitness. It is a thing in 99% of people. Well, it's a thing in 100% of people, but 99% let it affect them greatly. And so the idea that it's going to be hard to continue, it is going to be more difficult and require more effort for me to maintain a fitness routine and maintain my discipline through eating and diet than it is right now when I don't have a kid to worry about. Just the way it is. And I love, love, love the people who go, oh, just wait, just wait. You won't be able to work out as much. Like you, you won't, and of course, as much, right? I won't be able to do anything as much. But the, the, um, the, uh, I'm so bad at thinking of words. I'd be way better at podcasting. The insinuation is that having a true, maximized potential in your health and fitness is not possible. Um, being at a level of great health and fitness and muscle and physique is not really possible when you're an adult. And it's just not true. Um, there's plenty of people that I follow who have tons of kids and families and they work out every day. And sure, they're not winning the Olympia. They're not winning the CrossFit games, although some of them are. Um, and they find a way they've structured their life and their family just fine to where they can prioritize health and family and fitness. And personally being the guy that I am, I love so much when people say, Oh, just wait, you won't be able to look like that. You won't be able to work out like that. Okay. All right. You do you Bubba. I'll be me. So those are the five things, new emotion, being a girl, dad, having a creation to mold that is of such high importance, uh, realigning with my wife and the challenge of still being who I am. Those five things that come to mind. Um, longer podcast than I really wanted it to be because I don't have this amount of time today. Uh, and I'm recording three of these. But hopefully that resonated somehow. Um, I'm sure you can tell the excitement that I have in my voice as I record this. It is an extremely exciting time. Uh, and yeah, after you hear this, by the time you hear the three Christmas tips next week on Wednesday, I will probably have the kid and be figuring all that out. So exciting stuff. Thank you guys for joining as always on the snap podcast. And we will talk to you next week about Christmas tips until then. Peace. <laughs>